Welcome to the Bag Makers Society podcast, your ultimate destination for all things bag making. If you're passionate about crafting beautiful and functional bags, whether you're a beginner or a seasoned pro, you're in the right place. My name is Deb and I'm thrilled that you're joining me on this creative journey. In each episode, we'll dive into the world of bag making, exploring a range of topics that will fuel your imagination and ignite your sewing prowess. From discussing the latest bag patterns that have the crafting community buzzing, to exploring various techniques that can add that perfect touch to your designs and everything in between. We will hopefully be joined by some incredible guests, bag makers, designers and small business owners who will share their experiences, insights and invaluable tips to help you level up your bag making game. So whether you're stitching up your first tote bag or perfecting your crossbody skills, this podcast is your source for inspiration, education and a good dose of bag making camaraderie. I can't wait to share this adventure with you. So make sure to subscribe to the podcast and tune in to upcoming episodes. So let's not delay any further and get started with this week's episode. Hi, welcome back to this week's episode of the Bagmakers Society podcast. So this week I thought we might discuss Sojo and what we do when we lose it. Um, this is something that's massively, massively affected me lately. I don't know if anybody else is the same, but when things kind of go peak tong, um, my sojo just literally goes out of the window. And obviously before I had the, the business which revolves around bag making and, and I had a, a, a different a different job, sewing would be kind of my get away from everything else. Sewing would be what I would use to escape what was happening in other parts of my life whether it be work or home stress or anything like that but now that I find that because my job is sewing or is sewing related and what have you I, I, I find that I lose my sojo when I'm kind of stressed out which I have been quite a bit lately so what do we do when like say our sojo goes out of the window and we just don't want to sit behind the sewing machine or we do want to sit behind the sewing machine but you know what what we produce just doesn't fit what we're, what we're wanting to achieve and I think that's one of the reasons for me that my soldiers kind of got up and ran away is uh, both of my machines needed a good service and a, and a good bit of TLC so that neither of them were working particularly well so you know, I was getting a lot of skip stitches. Um, yeah, things were just going a little bit pear-shaped. And then I'd also tried to do a couple of projects, which I spoke about in, in um, one of my blogs on YouTube as well. But I tried to sort of do a couple of projects. And I was using materials that I knew wouldn't work, but because I had them and I didn't want them to go to waste and thinking, well, I'll just use these and it'll be fine because it's just, it's just a trial run and yeah and then it wasn't working and then I was getting frustrated and then I was thinking you know I just can't so I just can't do it which you know obviously I can I was just making the wrong choices I wasn't thinking through my choices enough and then that all just all massively impacts and then you know you, you get or I do anyway I get inside my own head and I'm like I can't do this and then I don't want to sit in my machine again and and fail 
for want of a better word, again. Um, so yeah, so then it just becomes a bit of a perpetual cycle, doesn't it? So one of the one of the things that I kind of do when my sore jaw ups and leaves is first of all I give myself a bit of a break over it because you know it's something that I love to do but it's it isn't any point forcing myself to do it because then I'm not going to love doing it so you know if that if that want to sit at the sewing machine and create something is it's kind of not there um I'll, I'll leave it alone for a few days and I'll you know I'll do other things uh, one of the things that I do find quite relaxing and quite therapeutic is actually sorting through my sewing space so I can't create when my sewing space is a mess even a little bit I just I just can't do it um so if I'm thinking to myself oh well maybe it's because you know everything's out of place or I don't know where things are because I haven't put them back properly you know maybe it's a day or a couple of days a couple of hours over a few days just sorting through things making sure that everything's put away where it should be tidying around giving the floor a hoover giving all the tops a wipe over because we know all those little fluffy bits get everywhere and sorting through sort of the fabrics that I've got as well sometimes can reignite my passions I think oh I forgot I had that and oh yeah I was going to make such and such with that and I, you know never got round to it and so I'll leave them it's like the top of the pile easy to get to and then I might I might go through and organize some of the patterns again going through and totally forgetting which ones I've bought in the past and that can help to sort of like reignite and sort of get the juices flowing again um, so I do definitely find that having a nice, tidy, creative space does does help to kind of get that sojo coming coming back again. Um, one of the things, and I've talked about this probably I think in one of my very first podcasts that I recorded, and I and I often talk about it when I do uh, my YouTube videos, is a tried and tested um, pattern. And for me, it's always going to be the NCW sometimes tends to be the sunshine crossbody but I've actually had a couple of disasters the last few times I've tried to make the sunshine crossbody a because I've chose the wrong material and b because my machines were acting up so yeah so I think I'll be going to the NCW um, because I can sew that with my eyes closed I don't need to refer to the pattern I can I can cut it out and I can sew it in a really really quick amount of time um, and it kind of confirms to me that yes I can sew, yes I can create nice things, yes I can do it. Um, you know I know exactly which interfaces I'm using, I know exactly how I'm putting my stabilizers in, I know exactly where I like my stitch lines and everything to be. Like I say I can do it with my eyes closed. I don't obviously because I don't advocate sewing with your eyes closed because that is a disaster waiting to happen but you get my drift. So that is probably for me one of the one of the things that I will always do if you know I just I'm I'm getting in my own head about creating things or I'm starting to become a little bit anxious because I think oh I just you know that that project is just a little bit out of my scope or I'm you know I'm pushing myself too far I'll go back to something that I know that I can that I can make and I can make it easily and that I love to sew as well that like NCW for me is just a pattern that I just love to sew as well I could 
probably make it all day every day and still never get bored of it i probably would but you know what i mean so that's that's that for me is is what going to be probably my next step after after sort of having a tidy round and making sure everything's nice and tidy and one of the other things i love to do and i know probably quite a few of you listening will do the same is i'll go on to youtube and i'll watch some of my favorite youtubers um creating either some of my favorite patterns so patterns that i've already got maybe that i've already sewn and watch their tutorials on them maybe see any different little tips and tricks that they've got any hacks that they've done maybe it's looking at how they've put their colors together or their fabric choices together to give me a little bit of inspiration um but i do find that sitting watching somebody else sewing kind of stirs in me something like well i want to be doing that i want to i want to go and create something very similar to that or i like the idea of how that person's put this fabric and that fabric together and I've maybe either got something similar or I've got similar fabrics but in different colours that I think will work well together and then I'm itching to kind of go and give that a try. So I do, I, I mean I watch a lot of YouTube anyway but I'll, I'll particularly more, you know, if I'm, if I'm struggling to get in the zone I'll probably go and watch a few more videos. I might go back and watch some videos I've already seen or I might go and watch some, some new videos and and look to see kind of what what i want to create and advice that i would ha i would give to somebody if they've as i say if they've lost their sojo they've lost their love for it a little bit or maybe they've just had a really bad run of creating things that either haven't turned out how they've wanted them to or you know the machine just won't cooperate and saw through what they're asking to saw through and it just kind of makes you not want to go back to it i would say go back to basics start small so have have some have some projects that you you know are relatively simple but that you still want to make you know that you're not going to make them and then and then just sit in a cupboard you are going to want to make them but you know they're just small projects that won't take you a massive length of time they won't use up masses of fabrics and hardware because you're just kind of wanting to re reignite things. Um, and 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 fully immerse yourself in, in that in that project. So right from cutting out and interfacing through to sewing, don't throw yourself into it as if you just need to get it done in order to get that saw jaw back because I don't think that works or it certainly doesn't for me I've kind of got to make sure that I enjoy the whole process so I know that most people don't enjoy cutting out and interfacing and stabilizing and you know doing all of we, we all just want to get on and, and and do the fun bit which is the which is the sewing and, and it's the creating and, and it's the making up but I, this is one thing that I did find as well is um, many moons ago when I kind of first got back into sewing and that again I am the most impatient person in the world I want everything doing and I want it done yesterday as Grumpy will testify um, if I get something in my head I'm I'm so single-minded and I just and I just want it done and 
you know and i want and i want the shortest route to it so when i was cutting out fabric and patterns whether it was dressmaking or whether it was bag making i would cut it out as quickly as possible and i wouldn't necessarily be as precise as what i should be i wouldn't necessarily make the markings and you know with dressmaking you know i maybe wouldn't make my notches or i wouldn't um mark the dots because oh who's got time for that i just wanted to get to the sewing part and obviously those projects would inevitably go pear-shaped and either would be complete disasters or they just wouldn't come out how i'd want them to because i'd rushed them I'd, i just wanted to get them done i maybe hadn't had exactly the right supplies for the project so i'd made do with what what i've got and in some cases that's fine but you know in a lot of cases you know if you if something says use use a heavy interface and, or use a stabilizer and you don't use it then it's not probably going to turn out how how you've got it in your head and i was the absolute world's worst for doing that i would race through and just want to get it done and then be disappointed at the end and then i would go off in a little sulk and not look at the sewing machine for a little while again until that pull drew me back and i was like right i'm gonna i'm gonna give it another go and what i've really had to try and make myself do is enjoy the entire process so yes cutting out and interfacing and stabilizing and all those things can can be quite boring but what i've found is a trying to make it is easy as possible so i do have some, like a, a heat press for when i'm interfacing um because it does make things easier and I, and I bought it off off um i think it was facebook marketplace it might have been ebay it was about six or seven years ago it was so long ago and i got it dirt cheap and it was it's one of the best things i've ever bought and that does make it obviously a lot easier so that does make the process a little bit more enjoyable for me um but what I do is, you know, as I, I take my time in looking at the pattern of my fabric. So if I'm, if I'm making a bag, so for argument's sake, say I was making the sunshine crossbody, and I'm looking at that, that panel that's on the middle, and I'd be looking at the fabric that I'm using. I would take my time to look to see which part of that fabric I want to be in that panel. So rather than just whacking the pattern piece on and cutting round it and then moving on to the next, I really sort of think about where i want that pattern placement to be um and try to envisage how it will look if i'm using a contrasting fabric i'll place it up against different parts of the fabric to see which parts just ignite me a little bit more and i do find that that kind of does make the process that little bit more enjoyable and because i'm thinking about things a little bit more and because i'm putting in that little bit more effort in making sure that it's all cut out properly i'll then kind of want to interface it properly because i want it to come out well and then you know i'll take my time as i'm sewing it and i'll enjoy each step and not I try not to sort of rush through and you know oh, I'm excited to make that part so I'll just rush through the other steps until I get to that part I've really over the last few years and I don't know that's just because I'm getting a little bit older and I'm mellowing a little bit although again I don't think Wumpy would say that I'm mellowing at all but um, 
I do find that just taking my time and making sure that I'm happy with each stage as I go along and if I'm not happy maybe redoing it if I'm unhappy enough to want to want to redo it 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 makes it makes the end product or the end project I'm, I'm much much happier with it and then again if I've been struggling with my sojo a little bit having a project come out properly and come out how I want it to be obviously all that does is help to keep the sojo coming and, and keep it flowing back so that's kind of one of the like I'd say one of my major learning things over the last few years in, in, in my bag making journey is to try and not cut corners to try and sort of enjoy each step and each part of the process even if it is a little bit boring I'll tend to you know I'm quite lucky I've got um a tv in my own room but you know if I don't have the tv on I'll maybe open up the laptop and I'll I'll put something on on the laptop so I'll either um watch some watch some youtube I might watch somebody doing the, the pattern that I'm cutting out um sometimes I'll create a playlist of that pattern so if there's a few a few youtubers who've done videos and I can just continue to play that playlist that while I'm cutting out and interfacing and getting all my hardware and everything together and doing any other prep work um or sometimes I've I'll put a series on or something on the tv so if I've not maybe seen that series for a little while so I tend to always watch something I've watched before so that I don't have to really concentrate on it um, but I'll put something on that I've really enjoyed and that I've really loved to watch so that I'm enjoying watching that I'm enjoying what I'm doing and then the whole collaboration of those things just makes for a better like a better experience and, and kind of like makes me happier another thing that I've found that really helps my sojo is um, encouragement from other people so obviously I have the the Facebook group which is the UK Bag Maker Society and that Facebook group came about basically just because I wanted somewhere that I mean there's loads of bag making groups um, on on Facebook and you know I'm, I'm a member of a lot of them and I really enjoy being in them but a lot of them are attached to either bag designers or um, sort of businesses so bag making supply businesses um, or fabric businesses and they are quite strict on what you can and can't post and I really just wanted to create a, an environment where people could come and post anything really bag making related ask any bag making questions and share any bags made with any fabrics made with any hardware and they could just you know encourage each other and learn from each other and that's really what I wanted with with the group and that that really is what we have and I find that group a massive source of inspiration when my sojo is lacking so I'll either go on and look to see whether the people have posted that day um, or over the last few days I might even make a post about losing my sojo and any advice and, and tips and what have you but I, I do really find that that Facebook group a massive source of inspiration and I'm sure like lots of other Facebook groups would be the same so if you've got a particular group that you 
that you really enjoy being in um, and you are struggling just go, go into the group look to see what other people are making um, if you've got a particular fabric that you want to use but you're stuck for inspiration make a post ask you know post a picture of the fabric if it's not against the, the Facebook rules um, and ask people if you know they have this fabric what would they make and it really might get like your creative juices flowing and make you think oh I'd never thought of that or I'd never thought of doing that pattern or actually I've got that pattern and I've never done it before so you know that's a really good idea um, so I think that is sort of a really a really good way of of getting those creative juices going and then I mean probably going back to the first point so it's going to be my last point as well is it's just kind of giving yourself a break if you're having a hard time and you know things you know things are kind of getting on top of you things are you know you're stressed and anxious and that sort of thing and normally someone would be what you would do for your self-care and it isn't working it isn't it isn't making you feel any less stressed you 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 don't kind of want to sit at the sewing machine then then don't go and do something else go and have a nice walk go and have a lovely bath with a lovely cup of tea or a nice gin and tonic um put something on the tv that is probably maybe it's really self-indulgent that especially if maybe say if you've got the house to yourself for a short period of time and you would normally use that period of time to, to sew but you really don't want to you know put something on the telly that you would normally watch that nobody else in the house likes to watch so you can watch it without anybody else whinging about it or or if if you're dead embarrassed about watching it nobody else knowing about it um just be a little bit self-indulgent um i'm all for self-care and i do think sewing is is a is a is a massive thing for mental health because it can be so mindful it can be um something that kind of takes you away from other things going on in life particularly if you've got a stressful job or you know you've got quite a busy home life and what have you sewing can be a, a, a really good way to escape but when that's not working then don't beat yourself up about it go and do something else that you'll find just as enjoyable and come back to the sewing when when you feel that you want to and when those creative juices are flowing again because there's absolutely no point forcing something because you're not really going to enjoy it um so they are my hints and tips for reigniting your sojo it's all things that i'm living through at the moment um every time i've sat at my sewing machine the last couple of weeks i've actually felt really anxious and i think this is crazy because i love to sew um but just you know it is the way it is but that's sojo's slowly coming back there will probably be quite a few ncws posted um as those as the sojo comes comes back to me um but yeah that is that is my hints and tips hints and tips sorry for for getting those creative juices flowing again um i'd love to hear what other people do um if you've got any tried and tested patterns that you love to sew that gets your sojo coming back um or if you've if you've got a process that you use you know when you start to feel that sojo slipping have you got a process that you that you do that will that will get you back in that zone again i'd love to hear um anybody's hints and tips 
um, you can post it um, in the comments section if um, you're on the Facebook group by all means come in come in there and, and share a post in there about how you um, get your soldier back after it has packed its bags and left um, if you want to reach out to me personally feel free to do so um, you can reach me via my Facebook page which is me made makes um, I'm on Insta which is Deb underscore me made makes or you can reach me via email via the website which is www.memademakes.co.uk and I love to hear from people so don't ever think that if you send me an email or um, you send me an inbox through through the page that um, I won't I won't be interested because I promise you I will be I love I love to get uh, messages from people and I, lo I love to connect with people in the community it's one of my favorite things to do um, so I hope um, you've found this little episode enjoyable hopefully maybe it's a little bit motivational if you're experiencing a little bit of a slump like I am um, in all fairness that is kind of one of my reasons for doing this episode is because I've been beating myself up a little bit about about it and I thought getting it all out there will probably help and to be fair it has so thank you for listening to my ramblings thank you for everybody who has subscribed to the to the podcast um, who's listened to previous episodes um, feel free in any of the comment sections on, on any of the platforms that you listen to to um, give me topics if you would like a particular podcast episode on a certain topic feel free to suggest I am by no means precious about things or I'm set in what I want to do or what I want to talk about I am open to any suggestions that anybody would like to make um, because at the end of the day this is about community it isn't about me so anything that you would like to have an episode on I am more than happy to do that so enjoy your weekend and hopefully it will involve lots of sewing but if it doesn't hopefully it involve lots of things that you love to do so until next week happy sewing and may your bobbin always be full Bye.